You're listening to Oodles of Financial Advice with Jeremy Oodle. I mean, Udell. Jeremy is a certified financial planner. He's licensed in Florida to sell insurance. He has Series 7, 24, and 65 securities licenses. And he's here to give you Oodles of Financial Advice. A close family member of mine used to be an emergency room doctor. A really good one by all accounts. What I can say for sure is that he loved his job. I know that because he told me how much he loved his job. However, several years ago, he was injured. Luckily, it wasn't anything too serious or life-threatening, but it was bad enough that it caused some nerve damage in his back. And that nerve damage affected his ability to use his hands. As you might imagine, emergency room doctors and the delicate surgeries they're often performing require use of your hands. That injury made it so that he could no longer actively work as an emergency room doctor. That was devastating to him. But the good news was he had a very specific type of insurance that protected him financially in that scenario. And it being May, which is Disability Insurance Awareness Month, I thought it'd be a nice idea to tell you a little bit about him and disability insurance in general today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Oodles of Financial Advice with me, Jeremy Udell. So glad you could come back for your weekly bowl of oodles. My family member had bought disability insurance I think it was about 15 years before the injury. And the premium was expensive. I'm not going to lie. Disability insurance tends to run a lot more than a lot of the insurances you're probably thinking of. The one it gets compared to a lot is life insurance. But because you are actually three times more likely to be injured and disabled during your working years than you are to die during your working years, it's a higher risk for the insurance companies. They charge you a lot more to cover that risk. And it's very expensive. A lot of people have some disability insurance through work, but not as many as you might expect. Now, I will say that the insurance my uncle had was really beneficial. Why? Because while he couldn't necessarily perform as an ER doctor anymore. The interesting thing was that he could perform as probably a doctor of some sort. And a lot of disability insurance might not have covered him in that scenario. However, he bought what was called own occupation, ONOC for short, disability insurance. Because he paid a little more, and specifically insured his job. Not any job, not a job in the medical field, but his emergency doctor job. He was covered by his disability insurance. And therefore, since the time he was injured, applied for benefits, he has had a monthly check coming in that replaced the income he was generating as an emergency room doctor. He's also been able to work in whatever other profession he is capable of working in. Recently, he's been working with filing insurance claims, 
and insurance adjustments and things like that, something he is pretty well versed in as a doctor, but at the same time, it doesn't require as much use of his hands. And he's able to be compensated for that because the disability insurance he bought was a very high-end type of disability insurance. Let's talk a little bit about disability insurance. I saw a statistic, this from LIMRA, which stands for the Life Insurance Marketing and Research Association. However, they often put out statistics about a lot of different types of insurance. And in this case, this was their fact sheet from 2021. And what it showed was that in 2012, 31% of the people they reached out to were covered by disability insurance. Of the people that they could track were covered by disability insurance. We are down to, as of 2021, 14% who have some form of disability insurance. Well, that's why it's really good to talk about this. I'm glad May is Disability Insurance Awareness Month because this is a huge risk that you are facing. Remember, I just said three times more likely to be disabled during your working years than to die. And by the way, if you pass away, your family's going to miss you. They're going to miss the income you would have generated. They're going to have to pay to bury you. But one thing that's not going to happen is that they will have to continue to pay for your upkeep for the rest of your life if you are badly injured. Are there programs in place through the government? Yes, you can be disabled and qualify for Social Security benefits, but you have to be extremely disabled, for lack of a better word. It is much harder to qualify for Social Security benefits than a lot of the different disability insurances might require. It's something to look into. Now, some disability insurance is very restrictive. That way they can sell it to you less expensively, the more restrictive your policy is. If my uncle, for instance, who was the doctor, had wanted to have a policy that just insured him if he couldn't work at all, it probably would have been a cheaper premium while he was not dis not disabled. But when he did get hurt, that policy may not have covered anything because he could still work in other fields. That is why it is worthwhile to look into this and see what you can afford to cover. The hard part for a lot of people is that they struggle just to cover life insurance premiums, which are a lot less expensive. And most people should have life insurance to protect their families. But what's even more relevant here, in my opinion, is that life insurance is very important when you have a family. When you don't have a family, maybe the most important time to have disability insurance because you won't have someone else who could possibly go to work to help you out, a wife, a spouse, a husband, whatever it might be. or And if you don't have other family members who have financial resources that might be able to help parents or siblings or whoever else. And again, it, most people don't wanna have to rely on those people, even their spouses necessarily to have to take care of them financially. But if you don't have those things, even more important probably to look into disability insurance because you might end up living on the street if you don't have the right kind of coverage. You might get your social security coverage. You might find in this digital world something you can do even when you're 
pretty harshly disabled, but having the insurance coverage that can kick in to cover you, well, that's key. Now let's talk because there are two different types, generally speaking, of disability insurance that most people know of. They're short-term disability and long-term disability. There are, of course, lots of variations along the way beyond that, but the most common way of thinking about it is short-term, which is the first six months of your disability, and long-term disability, which means you're going to likely be be disabled for not only more than six months, but maybe two years or more. And that's the more long-term coverage. There are policies that will cover you for different amounts of time. You can buy short-term disability, but actually that tends to be the type of disability that most larger employers provide if they provide anything at all. It's very likely there is some form of short-term disability, less likely for the long term, because that's the much more expensive risk. If you're in your 30s and you are disabled for six months, well, that's a very short period of time for the company to have to cover. A lot of them will just self-insure you. They'll have a benefit where they'll just pay you if you can prove you've been disabled, that they'll pay you for the first six months of that disability. And it's a nice benefit to know is there. But long-term, if you're badly disabled and won't be able to work for three, four, five years of recovery, or perhaps it's even permanent and you won't be able to work. That's a huge financial burden to take on for yourself. And it's certainly a huge financial burden for the company to promise to pay you on their own. Some big companies or small companies may have a group long-term disability plan so that if you are injured, Maybe they will cover you for two years, five years, or all the way to age 65, depending on the plan. If you have that, wow, that's fantastic. You should be really happy about that benefit. And by the way, if you get a job somewhere else or an offer, I should say, somewhere else where they are possibly paying you more, but it's not a lot more, you might really want to look into their disability plan before you move because it's expensive to cover long-term disability. And if you're not going to get that through your new job, whatever it might be, could be a big difference. So make sure you're taking care to look at all your benefits, not just your 401k or you know, the health insurance, but are you getting long-term disability through your current job? You should be aware of that so that if you have it, you're aware. If you don't have it, it's good to know that too. So you can decide if it makes sense to look into purchasing it for yourself. And by the way, if you're interested in hearing more about disability insurance, how much it costs for you and what the risks are associated with it, please feel free to give me a call, 941-951-0443, or shoot me an email, jeremy at wealthenjoyment.com. But overall, most people should be looking into some form of long-term disability coverage if they can afford it. It is such a big risk. Most people know that life insurance is something they're going to need, at least some form of it in case they pass away for final expenses to provide for their family because they won't be generating income anymore. A lot of people don't consider that disability coverage and it could be opening up to a really huge risk. This month of May, I hope all of you listening will take a chance to review your coverages, see what you've got out there, 
Do you have some disability? Is it the type of thing you've already taken advantage of? Or are you possibly a little ignorant about it? Look into it. Talk to your benefits department, your human resources, wherever you have to reach out. Find out if you've got that coverage. Take stock of your own financial situation. Maybe you've got it. Maybe you bought it years ago and forgot, but there is a very good chance that a lot of you do not have it. Based on the most recent facts, many Americans do not have disability, and it's something you should really consider. I mentioned my uncle, who is a doctor, who was unfortunately hurt, but luckily, otherwise, he's in great health, still kicking, still doing his thing. I'm very lucky that I actually have a fairly large extended family, many of whom I'm very close to. My father has two brothers and a sister. My mother has two brothers. Pretty much all of them have kids as well. So I have a lot of first cousins and I'm pretty close with a lot of them. I'm very blessed in that way that along with being close with my parents and sister, I also have first cousins I'm close with, aunts and uncles I'm close with. And on my father's side, especially, I even have his cousins, his first cousins, who he has stayed very close with on, on both sides of my dad's family. I have cousins who are first cousins once removed and second cousins. And so I'm very blessed. I have cousins all over this country, for the most part, who I can go visit and who come visit me, who I see at family gatherings. And it's really, it's really awesome. I do still have cousins in Ohio, which is where I'm from originally. Not so much in Youngstown anymore. Pretty much everyone got out of Youngstown, Ohio. But I have some cousins in Columbus and aunt and uncle in Columbus. I have a couple uncles and aunts up in Minnesota, as well as some cousins up there in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. I have cousins in the Washington, D.C. area and in Baltimore area. I have cousins, a lot of cousins in the New York area. And I have an uncle who lives down in Florida nearby as well. It's been great having so much family growing up with that. And I know not everyone has that. It has opened me up to a lot of love in my life. And I just want to send a shout out because I have talked about the fact that I work in a family business and get my sister is my producer here. Megan is fantastic. Bruce is the president of our company and is my dad. Uh, the CFO is Janet, my mother. And I get to, generally speaking, talk to my family every day. And that's fantastic. We are a close nuclear family, but we are also a, a close extended family. And I, I have to say, I love that. It, are you close with your extended family? Do you have extended family? I'd love to know if you're keeping in close contact with them, going to Thanksgivings or holiday times, whatever they may be, your holidays. I know we've had Passover Seders for years with our family. Although I also go to Passover Seders with my wife's family, which is a lot of fun as well. And I feel like I got to add some more extended family on that side. But um, it's been really fun having such family and I love them. And I want to thank them all for being so supportive of me in general and of this support and supporting this podcast specifically. If you would like to talk to me about covering yourself for disability or 
your extended family, please feel free to shoot me an email, jeremy at wealthenjoyment.com or give me a call, 941-951-0443. That's it for the podcast today. I want to thank, as always, Megan Udell for producing this podcast. Great, great sister she is, soon to be Aunt Megan. And I know she's excited about that, just like I'm excited to be a dad here pretty soon. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, please do. Jeremy at wealthenjoyment.com or, or give me a call, 941-951-0443. You can hear more from me by listening to the rest of the episodes of this podcast. You can also check out my other podcast, The Poodoo Cast, focusing on Star Wars and other pop culture type topics. You can find that wherever you get your podcasts. I also have a YouTube channel, at Udell in a Nutshell. That's Udell in a Nutshell. You can also get my book if you're interested and reach out to us for that. That's Retire Happily Ever After. No matter what, I look forward to talking to you all again soon when I'll have more oodles for your noodle.